have you already launched? You've already got an online course and right now you're in that sticky spot where you have all of the things, but you haven't made enough money yet for it to fully support you and you haven't been able to kind of move away from that client work that you don't want to do anymore. If this is you and you're not sure what to do next, then keep listening because this episode is for you. Welcome to the Lou Blakely Show. You're in the right place if you're a service provider who is ready to transition into a more freedom-based business model with digital products. In this podcast, I share with you a unique combination of launch strategy, energetics, and mindset to create true, long-lasting success. It's time to ditch the burnout for good, create the business that you truly want, and share it with the world. Let's get started. Welcome to the latest episode of the Lou Blakely Show. It's so good to have you here. Today, I'm going to be talking about what to do if you're not making enough money from courses, but you're sick of that client work. So I wanted to record this episode because I often see people in this space. I think it's really, really common and it's actually really easy to solve. Um, And it kind of breaks my heart a little bit that this is often the point where people give up. And it's not because it hasn't worked. For them, I mean, I've seen people in the space who have actually had really successful launches. They have an amazing course that people have benefited from, right? And they've made good money from it. But it's just this kind of funny little phase. I call it the messy middle, actually. Um, And you really need to get through this phase in order to see the real kind of fruits of your labor, I guess, like the real benefits from all of that hard work you've done because. You know, if you've got to this point, you've done some hard yards, you've done the work and you actually have that amazing product sitting right there. But for some reason, you're just not reaping the rewards yet. Um, So that's what this episode is all about. I thought it was a really important topic to cover, actually. And I really want, you know, if this is you, I really want you to be able to move through that, through this stage and get to the point where you are really receiving the benefits of all of your hard work. I do also think that if you're at this stage, there is something to be said for the fact that, you know, if you are, if you've done that hard work, you're probably a bit of a go-getter. You are fully, you need a big project to get into. And once it's done, you almost like tick it off the list and move on. But that's not, you're not going to see the rewards from that actually. Um, you need to sit with the fact that you actually have done the work and now you get to really benefit by not having to work all the time, which is why you created this, right? Now, if you can get through this point, this is where the magic really starts to happen. And yeah, so today I'm going to share with you some ways that you can get back in the game and hopefully I can move you through some of these roadblocks that you might also be experiencing at this time so that you can get into that phase where you're fully receiving all of the benefits from what you've already created. So first up, I want you to ask yourself if you're still working with clients one-on-one, providing services, whatever that is for you, I want you to ask yourself where are you still focusing on building the private client side of things that could actually, your energy could actually be redirected elsewhere. 
Now, as Tony Robbins likes to say, where focus goes, energy flows. So if you're like kind of one foot in one camp with the online courses and one foot in the other camp, where do you really want to be? Like, where do you want your business to be? If you closed your eyes and had a vision for like two years in your ideal day, what would that what would you want that day to look like? And I think regularly kind of sitting with that and actually, what are you trying to create here? And getting back to that, even if it's daily, like where do you want to go? What do you want your business to look like in two years? Because honestly, that business two years away is built today. So where are you putting your focus? Are you still going after one-on-one clients and celebrating when you get them and like still actively building that side of your business when really in the long term you don't want to be working one-on-one with people and you want to have an online course-based business that's more like based on that lifestyle and freedom, then why are you still building the client side of things? And it could be that, you know, you do need a certain amount of clients to keep the money coming in because the online courses hasn't quite bought that revenue month on month yet. And I totally get that. But also, where are your boundaries? Like, are you allowing the client work to take over your life? Have you set any boundaries around what your containers look like or your packages? I kind of hate that word containers. I feel like I'm so sick of it now. But where are you potentially over giving to your clients at the expense of your own business? Are you making your own business growth a non-negotiable? Say when you wake up in the morning, are you doing like non-negotiable things for your business to move it forward before you look at clients' businesses? Because I know that service providers, having been one in the past, it's very easy to fall into building other people's businesses before our own. So grow your own business first. What does that look like? There might be a list of non-negotiable things that you have to do every morning before you even look at your client work. So that's one way that you can start to bring the focus back to the business that you want to build. It might also be that you need to draw a line in the sand. If you no longer want to do this client work, then start setting some standards for yourself around that client work. So what's the last date that you'll do it? Maybe that's six months away, maybe it's a year away, but draw that line in the sand. Like, what's the last date that you are prepared to actually keep doing this client work? Because that is going to light a fire under you to actually want to move forward and put more energy and focus into growing that business that you actually want. Or it could be that, you know, you're still working with unaligned clients. So getting really focused on, I'm willing to do client work, but only if it's this type of client who's the ideal client and that client usually takes up less energy from us. And then we actually have the energy to focus on building that other side of our business. So if you are struggling with this and you thought you'd be like fully out of the client work now, really question like what energy are you giving to continually get clients and keep showing up for clients even though that's not what you want and then maybe look at a few things around time energy that kind of thing like if your client work is taking up too much time and you simply don't have the capacity to do both then 
I recommend that you go and listen to episode seven, which is all about how to transition from service provider to online course creator. I've got lots of good tips in there around how to actually find the time, setting priorities and boundaries and all of that good stuff. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is, are you actively building your audience? So when we move from one-on-one client where it's service provider type stuff, the reality is with this type of business is that we can get a lot of clients through referrals, word of mouth, that kind of thing. Whereas with an online course-based business, we need to have a marketing first mentality. So that means that we need to be working on things like our email list, things that we can actually get away with not having or not putting much effort into when we have a service-based business. And actually, one thing I see a lot is people launching, doing a big launch, and regardless of the results, like this happens with people who have small launches, who I've seen have very successful launches as well, is that as soon as the launch is over, they go off the radar in between times. And this is not good for momentum, for building an audience. Like I said, like this business model the more freedom-based business model does require a huge focus on marketing. And the I guess the payoff for that is that there's way less delivery because you've done it once, you've created the course once, and then the delivery is done for you already. You need to redirect that energy into marketing and building your audience. So if you tend to go off the radar in between launches and that's where you're sitting right now, you're not really doing any marketing, then it's really time to get serious and committed. Make sure you're always working on those top of funnel activities that create visibility and keep building the email list because you just can't keep launching to the same people over and over. I know that's tempting. It doesn't work. You need to keep building that audience consistently and developing a strategy of how you can do that in between your launches and actually finding or creating the time comes back to those non-negotiables, those standards that you're setting yourself. What daily actions are you doing to keep building that audience in between times? Now, the next thing I want to talk about is quite a big one, actually. And something that I see a lot of, especially in the last few years, I think. So where are you at with your offer? I talk to so many people. I'm like, how's that product going? How's your digital product, your online course going, when are you launching next? Um, And what I hear in response to that sometimes is that, oh, I'm not sure about that offer. I'm not sure if it's the right offer for me. I, I just can't put my finger on it, but maybe I need to create something else. And quite often that word alignment comes up. But what I want to ask you and get you to reflect on is if your offer is really out of alignment. Because at this point, you've done the work. You've put in the time. You've created this amazing product from nothing, right? Now is the time to really reap the rewards of that. It's not the time to bow out. Like The big wins that you're going to have with that product are in your future. Just doing your first launch, maybe you've done a couple of launches and you know, you've made however much revenue from that. The thing is you've actually created the product at this point, which is the hardest part. 
The fact is that the rewards, the huge rewards that you're going to get that freedom-based business are in your future. And I see so many people bow out at this point because they feel something is out of alignment. But I'm actually convinced that it's self-sabotage. I really am. Um, I have kind of changed my mind a little bit about this. Actually, if you've listened to some of my early episodes, I have spoken about being out of alignment and I do know what it feels like to be out of alignment, but I also think that sometimes it is us self-sabotaging our success. So there's like a fear of success there, like a, a thought that it can't be this simple. And maybe you feel a little bit bored that it could be that simple. So if you're feeling like your offer is out of alignment and you know, you, you're not really sure if you want to launch again, are you actually self-sabotaging because you don't really want to do a launch? Like be honest with yourself. I want you to take a minute and really ask yourself, imagine if this offer that you've already got is perfect. Imagine if you could sell it over and over and over again, make money and then have zero delivery time because it's already created. This is what dreams are made of. Why are you making it harder than what it needs to be? I do think this word alignment has had a bit of a heyday in the last few years and I fully do agree that we have to be in alignment. But I've also seen alignment being used as as an excuse not to do scary things like put yourself out there, do another launch or self-sabotage because there's a fear of success and, you know, that programming that it doesn't get to be that easy. Well, guess what? It does. You've already done the work. You've got the framework there. You just need to stand by it and actually believe that that success can be that easy and you can actually achieve success. Now you may also be thinking, well, I've got this course, I kind of created it in a bit of a rush, it could be better. And you feel like you can't sell it again until it gets better. And I just want to reframe that, like imagine if your course was perfect as it was, like are you saying to yourself that until something is not polished a little bit more that people aren't going to benefit or learn or get the result from your course. And I do realize that some areas, some topics are going to need to be updated a lot faster, like anything kind of in the marketing niche. Like for example, say you create a course on Instagram Reels. I get that you're going to want to update it often because that platform is changing often. So that's totally understandable. But I still challenge you that you don't need to update it as much as you think. You can add on extra lessons and then do a big update every year or two. I definitely wouldn't be, you know, encouraging you to update something that doesn't need to be updated. Like, can people still get success with what you've already got? I guarantee you they can. What you've got is actually perfect and get selling it like I feel like this is also a self-sabotage thing like we are waiting for our product to become perfect before we're really willing to shout it out you know like really feel confident I guarantee you you could have the most perfect product ever that has got everything perfect inside of it and you're still going to shy away from the selling so step into the selling and the course is going to improve over time Because it is important to look at what's inside the course and make sure that clients are getting the best experience. The reality is in order to get 
people actually completing the course and getting the results and giving you the feedback that you need, you actually need a volume of people through the course in order to truly get a good understanding of how you can improve it in the first place. So let's get selling these courses instead of leaving them sitting there gathering dust. Now on the flip side of that, I have spoken a little bit about alignment and I really want you to question, is it out of alignment or are you self-sabotaging? But what if this offer is not your forever offer? And if you really truly feel like that, then I want you to know it's normal that your offers will grow and change as you do. Like things progress, we all change, the market changes, that kind of thing. This offer that you've already got probably still has a place despite that. And what you may need to do or focus on is actually building out the rest of your product suite. So it could be that maybe you've got a membership and that serves a purpose for some people, but maybe it's actually time to add on like a group coaching program as a higher level from that because you're craving working with people in a deeper way. And, you know, maybe there's an idea, you've got an idea and it hasn't been like quenched from your first offer. So realize that you don't actually need to walk away from your offer or stop selling it but understand that it has a place in your business and there's actually other offers that you can now go on and create. So when it comes to questioning your offer, I've covered a few things here. It's really individual depending on where you're at, but ultimately you've created an offer, a product from nothing, from scratch. You have put your knowledge that not everyone has and you have put it into a sequence of lessons, modules, weekly lessons, whatever, depends on what format you're in. But you created something from nothing that is hugely valuable and it's time to make it work for you. Reap the rewards for your hard work. You absolutely deserve it and you don't need to go back to step one. Now, the next thing I want to chat about is how often are you launching If you haven't been launching regularly, it's definitely time to get back in the game. Sales aren't magically going to come in. It's time to create that launch schedule and go for it. Because momentum is built from launches. It can feel quite tempting to do a few big launches and then you're like, you know, all of a sudden I think people get into this, well, I'm not going to set my next launch date. I'm not going to put it in the calendar. And then maybe six months to a year can pass and nothing's happened. If this is you, I think it's really important to get the support you need, the accountability, maybe switching up your strategy a little bit to actually be able to recommit to the process because, you know, it's not, your product is not going to sell itself. And if you're at this point where you have done a few launches, you've you've had success, then it actually is a good time to start considering going evergreen But simply going evergreen doesn't mean that you never do a live launch again either. Okay, so recommit to the process, book that next launch in your calendar and really get back in the game because that is how this thing is going to keep growing and keep in mind the huge momentum that comes from launches just because of the visibility that you're going to have and the kind of halo effect it's going to create for the rest of your business as well. And again, get 
into that vision. Where do I want to be in two years' time? And continually build that business. Take those actions today that is going to create those results that you want in two years' time. So to summarize the key points from today, here's what to do if you're not yet making enough money from courses to ditch the client work and you really don't want to do that client work anymore. So recognize if you're focusing on growth with your online course or are you focusing more on getting one-on-one clients and redirect that energy to where, where you need it to be. Make a plan to continue to build your audience. So what does that look like? It probably means creating some kind of list building strategy in between times that works with your time, commitments and budget and all of that kind of stuff. Thirdly, I want you to consider where you're at with your offer and really sit with that. Is it time to introduce a new offer so that you can have that variety in your business without necessarily removing your old offer but building out that product suite? And if you're feeling like you no longer love your offer, really question if you're out of alignment with your offer or if you are self-sabotaging because you feel like it can't be that easy to just keep making money from this product over and over again. But just know that's where the magic happens. That is how you actually get the freedom that you created this product for in the first place. So really sit with, am I out of alignment or am I actually self-sabotaging. Super common, by the way, no judgment, but just we need to become aware of this. Now, if you feel like your offer needs some updates, then definitely go ahead and do that. This is completely a normal part of having a course business, but in order to do that, you need to get feedback, see where customers are hitting roadblocks, and then make improvements. Don't just make improvements based on what you think you need to see where customers have maybe experienced problems and in order to get the numbers to get kind of reliable data about where those roadblocks might be inside of your program then you actually need a volume of people to go through it first so don't let you thinking that your course is not good enough or needs tweaks to stop you from selling it and also remember that your customers just want the result they don't need to become experts so there could be things that you think that need to be updated that you're only aware of because you're the expert but the reality is is that it's not really going to make any impact on the result that they want to get I hope that makes sense but just know product improvement is part of having a course business and don't let it put you off and it doesn't need to be that hard imagine if your current course is perfect as it is And now finally, if you're feeling you're in that little stagnant stage, then start planning out your next launch. It's time to put it in the calendar. It's time to recommit and it's time to get moving on building this amazing product that you've already created. So that's it for today. I hope that, you know, if you are in this space, that one of these suggestions helped you today. And if you did have any ahas during this episode then let me know send me a dm on instagram at lou blakely underscore so thanks for listening to the lou blakely show today i have some exciting news about this podcast coming soon in the next episode so stay tuned for that and i hope you have a great day Thanks course creators and go-getters, you're incredible and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to find out more about what I offer, head across to loublakely.com. See you next time.